0: Hello everybody and welcome back to the Making a Music podcast. I'm your host Heather and let me just start off by saying I hope you all are having a fantastic day. A uh, big shout out to our sponsors, the Dublin School Music, a little corner of Turnure where you can get all of your musical needs. Today I am joined by the beautiful Heather Fogarty. It's not just me in a mirror. <laughs> Hello, darling. Hello, Heather. So, for those who don't know, Heather or Heather Fogarty, mezzo pian- mezzo soprano, as you <laughs> probably know, have seen her online, is up and coming opera superstar. I am, I'm hoping <laughs> opera I don't know oh.
1: classical crossover, a bit of everything. Really. Yeah, exactly. Many <laughs> yeah. fingers, many
0: pies type of lady. But you've just she's just come back from her winter tour in America with the Celtic mm-hmm. Angels. Before that, you were over in Bulgaria performing I mean, with the national radio orchestra over there performing an aria from carmen you've been to america you've been to india you've been all over the place maybe china a little mm. a little while <laughs> singing your heart out so welcome hello and thank you very much for having me on heather I, i'm very happy to <laughs> have so you cool on, to heather. say heather yeah i'm just gonna keep on saying it back <laughs> and forth to each other so what i like to do at the very start of our interviews kind of warm ourselves into it is to give you a bit of a this or that okay Okay, so two artists and you can kind of choose between the two musicals or two operas or whatever. So first one I'm going to give you are two composers who have both written operas, but I'm not going to give you someone like Bizet who'd be nice and easy (laughs) to choose from. Okay, so Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart versus Giuseppe Verdi. Uh, Mozart, Mozart, yeah, just like he's very, he's a very pretty writer, isn't he? Yeah, I mean, he is. Like he's still alive and walking out the back, but he was a very <laughs> he's pretty <screwed> writer. Around. <laughs> yeah. Uh, next one, I'm going to give you two operas. So, La Traviata mm-hmm. or Tosca. La Traviata. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Why that one?
1: Um. Uh, I went to see Tosca during the summer and I was just a little bit
0: bored. <laughs> that's okay. That's okay to yeah. say. An opera star is yeah. allowed to say if they get bored or not
1: for a It's what we all need to hear, really, yeah. at the end of the and day. And I suppose La Traviata will be a little bit more um, uh, well-known as well. Yeah.
0: Man, yeah. last one, just because I know that you like a little bit of your smoothness at the end of the day, you know. So Ella Fitzgerald mm. or Aretha Franklin. Ella Fitzgerald. Mm-hmm. I
1: love a bit of Ella.
0: Yeah. Always Ella. Always Ella. With the voice like Ella <laughs> um, Oh no, I, I love Ella Fitzgerald. Just how absolutely beautifully smooth she sang yeah. everything. But then when
1: she started scatting, it was just like... Oh, it's just I listen to her baby. like actually nearly every Christmas time. I just have her on repeat. Yeah. Like all the Chris, She says the Christmas song's the best. Oh, the, For yeah. me, it's the Rat Pack Christmas album. Really? It's just yeah, like yeah. constant on
0: repeat in my house yeah. whenever like Christmas comes around that and Rod Stewart's all the old American song book which I'm pretty sure has no Christmas songs on it but I always just associate his voice singing yeah, those songs at Christmas did you true. get that yeah, yeah. You just associate same with Ella as well yeah even though it's not like she might not be singing about Christmas it's like her voice to mm. you is, is Christmas festive season well, actually, how was being over in America during the festive season? So how was, like, oh, you were back for
1: in time for Christmas, though. Got back early christmas morning. Yeah, and a little bit of a shell of myself. Because <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't slept before that in, like, two days. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that was a bit crazy because we'd finished our... Um, our last concert was in LA on the Sunday, mm. and then we flew directly from LA to New York, and then we did like a fifteen-hour layover, or something, wow. which was good for me because I had no Christmas presents, so I had to go in and get some Christmas presents. <laughs>
0: did you go into New York or did you I, go to the airport? I
1: went uh, outside of uh, the airport to like a uh, an outlet, you know, yeah. to Macy's or something like that, yeah. and got a few gifts, and then came back and got home in Dublin. Then about I think it was eight AM, um, so I had never I haven't been that tired in probably ever, like yeah. just I I couldn't sleep on the plane. So I hadn't slept since say the Sunday morning. And then Tuesday, my poor boyfriend, lorcan came to collect me and he was like, you weren't making much sense. I was, I, my sentences, to be honest, I'm a bit weird with sentences in general yeah. anyway. Yeah. I just have like this weird, we were talking about it earlier on. I think it's a Heather thing. Yeah, It's,
0: a, it's like a, my boyfriend calls it just mouth dyslexia because he's yeah. like, you're an intelligent person and you can read anything. Oh, I'm but like, You actually have to speak, speak a word. Yeah. No. And it could be the simplest word, but it just comes out of my mouth. Yeah. In the and just way structure of
1: sentences as well. I'm just yeah. not very good at that. So. So uh, our,
0: m- our minds move too fast for our minds to keep so up I with. like
1: that idea. Yeah, yeah We're
0: just super intelligent. Yeah, or problem.
1: it could be the opposite way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're going to go with the mind, fa- yeah. the fast mind. Yeah. <laughs> um, so he was like, yeah, you're not making much sense. Uh, so yeah, that's the, the most tired i felt in a very long time.
0: But like it was 26 gigs so 26 concerts mm-hmm. in 22 days, 13,000 miles. Yeah. Like that yes. is, that's a lot on the system.
1: It is a lot in the system, but it's funny. Like when you're when you're in the flow of it, yeah, you kind of just become a little bit accustomed to it, and it's yeah, y- y- it's fine. It's not until you come home and then, then you land you. home, you're like, oh my god, I'm so tired. Yeah, but when you're on the road, it's actually it's not too bad because you're like everyone's in the same boat, and, and you're yeah. you know,
0: and you're, you're keeping up with everyone's yeah, energy. and exactly. Keep, like picking everybody up. Yeah, yeah, So the Celtic Angels are kind of like a similar idea to the Celtic Women. Mm. So it's five five girls.
1: Five girls, yeah, yeah. And five singers, and then five Irish dancers as well. Excellent. And then you have a full kind of string section behind you. No, okay. we just have. a, There was a violin, piano. Um, there was a drum this time and guitar. Oh, okay, yeah. That's and really then nice. there's like backing tracks and stuff like that yeah. as well.
0: Oh, just like lifted that a yeah. bit more. Yeah, that's cool. though, So you when you went over on so you've been on tour with them twice now. So this mm-hmm. was your first tour was back in September. September. Yeah, and that was like Midwest area.
1: Yeah, around yeah. Ohio and I think that's Midwest, is it? Yeah, <laughs> I I'm think so. My geography is terrible. Yeah. But yeah, there was Midwest things, uh, places there as well. Yeah. Um, so it was cool to see that Any side cowboy of America. Hats Pardon? Any cowboy hats? Uh, yeah, I saw some cowboy hats last yeah. tour actually because we were around Texas. Uh, yeah, the, the tour we just did there, we went to Texas, Texas one of the nights. So I definitely saw cowboy hats there.
0: I've never been... I've, I've been to either the two edges of America. So I've been to the West Coast and the East Coast. I've mm. never been in the middle. I've always wondered... Because really? like, people always say the people in the middle of America are like the true Americans. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. So what are... what are Americans? You're going over there as like an Irish group, mm. you know, and there's such a big thing for Irish music over there. Like Americans pay more for Irish music than Irish people do.
1: Yeah, they love it. You know, they love it yeah. over there.
0: So I'm sure like the appreciation once you got over there and you did oh, the meet and greet and stuff Do you know what
1: it's so lovely singing in America especially yeah. Irish music yeah. because the reception that we get is oh, it, it, like standing ovation every night and I'm hoping it's because we were that good yeah. but also they're just they're so positive and I I didn't like honestly I, this time last year I had never been to America so I wasn't I didn't know what to expect in terms mm. of the people I only what I saw on telly and I just thought maybe they were a little bit they couldn't be that nice but then when I went there, they were like, American people are just so friendly, so lovely, so um, optimistic, and just really, uh, just <laughs> brain fart. There yeah. we go. There's the Heather structure yeah. sentence structure yeah. thing. <laughs> but just really, um, really appreciative. That's the word, yeah. supportive. Yeah. And if you do well, they'll tell you do you do well as well. It's
0: that is something I am like. I'm, like I, a lot of bits about American culture can get on my nerves sometimes. Mm. Um, But I will say there's one thing about Americans is they are very supportive of oh each other. Oh my God, um, so praising yeah. and yeah. Well, the Irish kind of, so you know, the story of the Irish lobster? Uh, no, I haven't. haven't. The Irish lobster. So there was a man on a beach and every day he was sitting on the beach and he saw this lobster trawler coming in. Okay. Right? And he'd see a man coming off the boat with just a bucket full of lobsters. No cages, just a bucket full of lobsters. He's like, what is your man doing? He's going to lose one of those lobsters one day. Like he's, the lobsters are alive. They're going to crawl out. This is crazy. Yeah. So he was watching him coming in and out every day and being like, I really need to say something to this man. He's going to lose a lobster. So eventually one day he decides, "Joe, I, am going to go up to the fisherman and tell him, look, you, you need to put them in cages because they're going to get away from you. Went up and said it and the fisherman around, turns around to him and says, Oh no, don't be worrying. These are Irish lobsters. The minute one of them gets to the top, the rest of them will pull them back down. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was... <laughs> A bishop said that at my oh cousin's my. What? confirmation. Read that story. was brilliant. And I was just like, oh. it was the best story I've ever heard because it's so true. It is. Yeah,
1: we're, we're kept humble in this country for sure. Oh, humble. <laughs> yeah.
0: like I, I can never compliment anyone on this show, like in the, on the podcast. Everyone's like, they yeah. go bright red. No one can see. No one can take a compliment. No one can no. Take compliment. No. At all.
1: So when you get a load of American people, be like, you're awesome. You're like, oh, yeah. uh, thank you. you. You start to kind of accept it, which is nice too. Yeah. you. are like, OK, maybe I am awesome. Yeah. But here you're like, no, I'm terrible. And I'm yeah. like, oh, you have to go to singer. Yeah, it's
0: like you're just saying that because you know my mom. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> that is so true. Yeah, yeah.
0: But being over there, actually, I've always wondered, what is it like on Thanksgiving over in America? Because I know what Christmas isn't that big of a holiday over there, as big as it is over here. What's hmm. Thanksgiving like over there? You uh, had a gig on Thanksgiving
1: on uh, No, no, no. We yeah. arrived, say, on the Wednesday and then Thanksgiving was on the Thursday. Oh, so you got a so nice So, yeah, and it was really nice. Um, the tour manager of, or the manager of the Celtic Angels, um, Vince Mitchell, uh, he arranged, like, a lovely dinner and drinks and everything for us. And his wife, um, Anne, made the dinner and she's, oh, it was oh, beautiful. Lovely. Really, really lovely, lovely day. Yeah. So, yeah, it was lovely. We only got to see, like, his house yeah. so for that day. So, mm-hmm. I don't know what it was like. But we had the turkey and the food and the drinks. Oh,
0: <laughs> I've always wanted I like I always wanted to be in America for Thanksgiving just to like see the whole f- I've I've been to a Thanksgiving uh, dinner before cuz my a friend of mine uh, was American she's moved back to America since but we had a big Thanksgiving dinner and a whole thing of like yams and stuff like that. Also, mm. candy corn is gross candy corn oh did, did I, I try
1: that oh i did no no i don't think like i did the try white, that actually. yellow
0: and orange little like white they look like dracula teeth
1: no i didn't try that
0: yeah they're actually it's like, it's like a big thing a candy corn and oh. i actually think it's awful like it's, oh. it's just way too sweet it's just like really sickly like okay no
1: i didn't try it whatever uh, the rest of the food was really really good yeah. the thing
0: is that they'd like the, the the turkey was done on the barbecue like
1: oh that's cool Mental. haven't heard of that
0: yeah well, I've always wanted to be and even just to be there for the Black Friday sales and just sit back mm. and just watch everyone going metal. crazy yeah, yeah just sit back with like popcorn just like <laughs> yeah So I always look up the videos just to see how yeah. mad the fights get especially getting. in New
1: York isn't it <gasps> it's meant to be crazy crazy yeah.
0: <laughs> there's like full on compilations of like Macy's in New York just like the absolute Shippers. brawls that break in break out on Black Friday because people are just like deals
1: yeah <gasps> Mad I madness. I couldn't deal. I couldn't deal <laughs> no. with it at all. I like sales, but it kinda of freaks me out too because 'cause I'm like, yeah. I don't have the energy to go through everything right now and everyone's on top of me. I mean,
0: that's the thing with me. I'm just kinda like, I'll go if I'm going to a sale, I'll go at like eight o'clock in the morning, no one's there, first look at things mm. and then get yeah. out before anyone else is there because no, it's just too messy for me. <laughs> couldn't handle that whole whole like But America Otherwise has been fantastic to you like yeah. you were well actually what was it like in LA your your last show was in LA
1: that was amazing the theatre was massive yeah. as well it was yeah it was beautiful there's a little I think I put a little picture up on my Instagram of that that mm. one um, it was probably the biggest audience I've ever sang to um, I can't remember exactly how many seats there were mm. there was definitely over a thousand anyway yeah Um, but yeah it was amazing it was beautiful lovely to end on that one
0: yeah that's classic. like a I've always wondered what it'd be like to go and sing over in LA because LA is like LA yeah you know, well now I didn't get to there. see much of LA it was literally oh, yeah, I'm there sure. and
1: then straight on the, to the plane oh yeah sure. Yeah. you
0: were in a van the entire time <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: that's the thing you don't get to see too much of the just outside of the window I suppose mm. when, we're, when we're flying in the van but like but the uh, shows
0: were like really good and you were saying, was there any like trip ups in the show? You were saying at one point you went down without your dress zipped up. Oh, <laughs>
1: yeah, because it was a quick change yeah. and I just didn't have enough time in between and I forgot to zip off the back of my dress. <laughs> <laughs> so I was uh, saved by one of the Irish dancers saw it and zipped me up.
0: Little jig over. Yeah. Yeah. And out again. But this isn't the first time you've been to America. You were no. in America before.
1: I was in America last March as well with um, a Columbia Artist Management mm. uh, tour. And that was under the direction of Derek Leeson. There was the Songs
0: of Ireland. Songs of Ireland, yeah. yeah.
1: And there was like four sopranos, four tenors, and uh, all the music was arranged by Dan Ford. If you're familiar with Dan Ford, he's yeah. an Irish, yeah. And um, so it was. We were very, very lucky to have him on board with the arrangement of the pieces. So it was a mixture of Irish songs, and then we did some kind of classical. And the flower duet was in there as well. Beautiful. Um I love that and I dreamed a dream was there as well, like a three part uh, harmony kind of out of that. That would have been beautiful. Yeah, oh it was it was lovely, yeah. I, I really, really enjoyed that tour and the music was amazing. Um well
0: um, like where were you with that tour? Were you all over the place or was it kind of just
1: that was a little bit all over the place too, but mostly Midwest as well, mm. actually. And then uh, we did one um just outside Chicago as well. And then the last um the last date for that tour was in just outside New York. Yeah. So I got to stay for a week after my boyfriend came out and met me, and we stayed in uh, New York for about four or five days afterwards, which was been nice. amazing because yeah. New York was so cool.
0: <laughs> New York is just like it's a different world. The oh
1: yeah, the energy of that place is like there's Buzzing. nothing like it. Yeah. Would you ever think of
0: moving there yourself?
1: I'd love to. Yeah. It would. Yeah. I'd absolutely love to. And um, for a few months or like even a year or something. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That would be amazing. Brooklyn,
0: I don't don't know if I could. Well, I maybe go over for like, maybe two weeks or something, just to see if I could handle it. But Mm. we had like, I had an escape from the airport type situation before. We had like a five or like, six or seven hour layover, and we escaped the airport for like an hour and came Mm. back. Um, I just remember the big thing for me was like how far I just tilt my head back
1: to see the sky the sky yeah. like that would kill
0: me like I just that. look ahead and being able to see the sky oh
1: when you see those buildings from afar coming in as well you get this like whoa that's yeah. like that's amazing you get this like a little feeling in your tummy. you're like oh I want to be there I want to go and see it um yeah I, I loved that part of it actually as well just the first time coming into New York City I I think I got the the tube, where well you don't call it the tube, what like the underground subway? the subway. The yeah. subway. Yeah. Um and I we were walking up and just looking up and being like, Whoa, I've never seen these kind of buildings before.
0: Well like New York could be a place for you because you're you're an actress as well, mm-hmm. as besides well a singer. Yeah. So wh- where did you actually do your acting training? Was Boast?
1: I did a screen acting course just a part time six yeah. months in Bow Street. Yeah. Um I think this will call it Bow Street. Yeah, Bow Street screen acting, which was amazing mm. like that helped me so much in not just my acting but in my singing career as well my performance ownership of the stage uh yeah I was I'd recommend that a lot if anyone was looking to do um, for a singer
0: that acting is important
1: yeah I think well I, I've always um from a young age I've, I've loved the acting side of singing as well mm. like you know being in musicals or operas or whatever
0: yeah. having that emotional connection to yeah
1: I love I love acting um but the screen acting course there was amazing because we got to do, I think, the first like two months, we didn't even do any acting. It was more like uh, psychology and ownership of your environment and like just, yeah, it was amazing. Like, really, That's really, really cool. good. Yeah.
0: No, That's a lot, yeah. You can always tell with, them, with singers who's kind of had a little bit of acting training behind them because they mm. can, even with a song, they've no. Like when you see kids getting up and they're singing about heartbreak, and they're like, Yeah, they're this like it's it's there. You feel you feel it when they're singing. Mm. It's like an eight year old and they're getting up and singing like a song from Les Mis, and you're like, Oh my god, this child's been through so much. You're like, yeah. Wait, no, they haven't. So that's when it kind of comes in. It's like, Oh, they actually know how to act out this song really, mm, really well. Yeah, and that's almost plays a part more than anything else yeah, in when you're definitely. singing because. When you, when you see someone sing a song and they're emotionally connected and yeah they might have a few notes wrong I'd rather see that mm. than someone who gets up and sings oh, something perfectly without any connection oh yeah I'm
1: all about as I was saying earlier on um, I'm all about um, the delivery the emotion the lyric behind it mm. like for me I don't want to be technically obviously it'd be great to be technically perfect but I'd way prefer to go out and to move an audience through my um the delivery of the text delivery of the lyrics and maybe not sing sing, everything perfectly but to move someone in the audience or give them like some kind of a lift or different emotion
0: It must be hard for you sometimes though as like an opera classical singer because a lot of the operas are not Mm. written in our native tongue they're not written in English you know because let's be honest an opera in English would sound awful (laughs) Um, I'm sure there's some nice ones out there but like the other languages are just so more musical and yeah. flattering and that. Yeah. so. But did you ever find when you have to do a song that's in a different language, is it a little bit harder to kind of get that emotional connection? Because you almost have like a language barrier to face and then the yeah. emotional barrier to Well, face. like
1: initially when you're learning the song or the aria or whatever, mm. it is difficult because you have to know it inside out in the language first. Yeah. So before I, um, I would always like write out every single lyric Um, in my own in English underneath so I know exactly what every word means now if I look up some translations it might give you a translation very varied translation of what the song means but I like to look up exactly what every single word means so then I can deliver every word like to mean, yeah. you know, give a meaning to every word.
0: That's a lot of work, but I'd say in the end, like it pays oh, off. Oh, definitely,
1: yeah. yeah. I couldn't go out and and sing something in a different language and not know what I'm singing about. It would just for me that would be like ah no, and freak. No, no. I,
0: I wouldn't be able to do that either. Just having to fake. Because imagine getting up on stage and it being like a song like I Feel Pretty, and you're singing it as if you're singing you're sad or you're <laughs> like like the, the the do you hear the people sing Yeah, or something like <laughs> that. You know, um, but I. Going back to singing in different languages, you recently yeah. just sang an aria from Carmen with the National Radio, the uh, in Bulgarian the na- yeah. National Radio Stations Orchestra. Well, it's not, not their orchestra, orchestra's. but it
1: was it was recorded in the National Radio Station. Yeah. yeah.
0: So your your the whole the, always the dream was to be Carmen, and now you might be being Carmen possibly in twenty twenty one possibly. possibly. Yeah. But did you? We'll go back to that in a little while. And yeah. We'll, uh, but did you ever think like when you began singing? that mm. you would be doing all this. You'd be in different countries. You'd be touring America. You might be going to China. You'd be in like all these different European countries. Mm. And now you're actually doing the role that you wanted always. Did you, like when you started off, actually, where you, you're you from
1: Port Leash Yeah, originally. I'm from Port Leash. Yeah. Midlands girl. Yeah. <laughs> no
0: wonder the Midwest you. <laughs> <Asia>. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> I'm all about that Midlands people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I was, uh, I'm from Port Leash originally. Um, but I uh, I went to secondary school in Mullingar, which is all also kind of Midlands, isn't yeah. it? I suppose.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's outside of Dublin, and therefore <laughs> the country. You
1: know. Yeah, but uh, Bleach is the most Midlands county. Yeah. Um. So I started voice lessons when I was nine. Actually, by chance. Actually, it was crazy the way I came across the voice lessons. I always loved singing. Mm. Like since I was, I think there's my mom has like a little box at home of all the little things I've got since I was younger mm. and. My first interview actually uh, was with a newspaper, the local newspaper when I was five. And it was like my first day at school and it was like Heather Fogarty. So everything that we wanted to be and mine was to be a singer. So I've always since always, I was like yeah. five years old, I'm like, I'm going to be a singer. like I've always just wanted to be a singer. Um, so when I saw um, an advertisement in the paper when I was about eight or nine, yeah, for auditions, I thought I thought it was an audition for like a musical. And I always wanted to be be in a musical. I hadn't been in a musical before that. Mm. So I said, I'm going to go sing um, for this audition with my sister. So the two of us went and we sang, um, you know, that song, close your eyes. Give me your hand. (laughs) And we would actions and everything. We thought it was for some musical, but it actually turned out it was the opening of the Leash School of Music. Um, and it was for voice lessons. And mm-hmm. I'd ne- I didn't even know it was Auditioning for... Auditioning
0: for voice lessons? Yeah, because they
1: wanted to put you into different groups. Oh and, yeah, fair. You know, what kind of singer you were or whatever. And I just got really lucky then that I had auditioned for that. And the singing teacher in the music, uh, the Leash School of Music uh, is Patricia, was anyway, Patri- Patricia F- uh, Finnegan. And I got so lucky because she just gave me my first... Um, lift, really? Lift, yeah, gave me great technique. Um, amazing teacher so enthusiastic and that's actually how I teach my kids now is like from a little gl- um, the way she used to teach me with enthusiastic the eyes the yeah. expression it was all about how do you deliver the song yeah and um, so I got a really really good foundation in uh, my musical career I yeah. suppose and then I made a CD when I was like 13 and that did really well um, i had like five songs and I gave it the, It was a for a charity the MS uh, Charity oh, Bleach lovely. yeah um, so I did that and then I saw in the kill, if you know the Freshkill yeah. um I used to do the kill competitions when I was younger mm. and I saw an article in the book for or not an article like a advertisement for um St Finian's College in Mullingar it's like a scholarship it's called the School Cantorum yeah and they take about five or six students each year. And I've always wanted to live away from home since I was a kid. I just wanted to be very independent. Yeah. (laughs) And um, I auditioned for that when I was going into, when I was in first year actually, I was already in first year in Leach. secondary school. Yeah. And I got that, um, but they asked me to repeat then first year because they'd already taken five people in for the second year, so they couldn't allow another five. So I did that um, for five years. Five years? Yeah only do five years in that school. So it's
0: only five people per year?
1: Um, it, it varies, course? yeah. There's about five five places. So okay. I was, yeah, there was myself, there was a violinist, there was a piano player, uh, there was a guy actually, Paul Kiernan, who's in The Book of Brass. I yeah. know you, you um, did a We, book, yeah. we
0: had an interview with Ronan and James and then my laptop decided uh. to die and bring everything that I love dear with it oh sadly no, so that's but worst. hopefully we will have them, them on again I'm currently yeah. trying to work out another date with them because they're they're
1: fantastic guys and they have they're, such oh good stories to tell. such such time for the Book of yeah. Boys. Yeah and the, um, th- the, the interview was like they, it was so, they was so it? funny because they were. They're, Wait they're oh, was both, it everyone? No
0: just Ronan and James but okay. like they're so funny they're together. Yeah, yeah. So funny and I was just so uh, so. Was that Ronan and Uh Ronan the drummer.
1: Ah, yeah, I went to at Ronan. He was no in my ear. Yeah, yeah. Jeez,
0: It's so small, the music industry is so small so in Ireland. Small. Everyone knows yeah. everyone, don't they? Yeah,
1: Actually, yeah, so I know two of the lads there actually from mm. the Book of Brass pretty well. Um, So did that uh, for my Leaving Cert up until Leaving Cert and we yeah. got great tuition. I used to come up every Saturday for my singing lessons in Dublin, but then I'd have my piano and everything um, in the school. And it was great because we didn't have to do history, history or geography. Which at the time I loved, but now I'm like, oh, my geography is terrible, <laughs> and I le- I do like history, but we didn't have to do that when we were in first to third year. So the five people would go and practice during yeah. that time, which was great. Uh, I suppose for our our musical studies, but yeah. uh, my history and geography lacked a bit. Then in later years, yeah,
0: no wonder you think Ohio <laughs> exactly. <the> I'm <laughs> like, where is that again? <laughs> I'm terrible with stuff like that. I'm terrible. much well, fair, like geography? up to like junior cert it was kind of just like this is a house a stone. this is a river yeah. beside of a house <laughs> that's, <laughs> this true. that's this river curves this way yeah. you know so it's only when I get got to like leaving certain level that, although history you probably should know a bit more about.
1: I history, know, but and I love history as well. I do love history. Well, at
0: least there's that now you can look into it now.
1: I there's you know. such thing as the internet now. I can use yeah. the <laughs> <laughs> the Google.
0: <laughs> Just go on to Google there and loads of those like YouTube videos of like simplified history and stuff like that. Oh yeah, love, yeah, I'm, I'm history with for those. dummies. Like literally, I watch those like like nobody's missing I think they're great do you, yeah. Yeah. yeah and I'm like my husband has had them on the background and it's like and then this person was beheaded and I'm like oh really does I look making my dinner
1: <laughs> 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 oh, but.
0: But, so now you've you had that whole experience of mm. being in Finians yeah. Finians. Finians say Finians, yeah, so yeah, Finians. yeah, yeah. and then you moved up to Dublin and you studied up here in the conservatory
1: uh, in the Royal Irish, Irish Academy of Music Academy. yes yeah. Which was great as well, And you
0: did a used to do a lot of concerts in Trinity and stuff like that, didn't you, with the...
1: With the academy? Yeah. Um, We did, yeah, a few concerts in Trinity, Mm. and we were doing operas and stuff um, throughout the different years. But uh, very intense Mm. as well. It was great. I loved my time in in both um, colleges. But uh, yeah, I did that for four years and got my degree. Um, But then, I suppose... That was constantly, it was just proper opera-like. It was a like song, French, German, opera. But there was nothing else like, we couldn't do musical theatre or jazz or anything like that. Yeah. And I suppose my final year, I was just a little bit lost, to be honest. I didn't really know what route I wanted to go down. Yeah. And it just all kind of crashed in on top of me and I almost gave up singing completely, to be honest. I'm very glad you didn't. Yeah, very no, I'm, didn't. Oh, I'm very glad I didn't now. Yeah. But that's due to my singing teacher now. I yeah. met my singing teacher... Close to the end of my final year in the academy, mm. Judith Mock is her name, and uh, and um, yeah, she's pretty much saved me. She got me into yoga, uh, yeah, that was actually how I got into uh, yoga. Yeah, is as well. that,
0: so, actually, I, I wanted to ask you about that trip. Mm. You went to India and you studied to be like a verified yoga
1: with a 200 hour training? Two, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's insane, yeah. Well, it like, was, it was from singing really that I got involved in yoga in the first place because mm. I had a lot of tension in my body. Um, and I kind of, I, I suppose everyone does really, but anxiety and stress and I used to have panic attacks a lot. Um, and then through yoga, um, they kind of, I got rid of the panic attacks. It's brilliant. And the the my voice got so much stronger. My technique was so much better because my body was relaxed. Mm. So the main thing about singing is, if you're in any way tense your voice is going to be tense it's yeah. going to like the muscles around it so it's retraining the whole body the whole psyche as well It's just yeah. relax that, yeah, that's and the then it motion. comes naturally
0: we're trying to get through the students and you probably feel it yourself mm. being a singing teacher is that like it's not just your voice oh it's no. not just there like everything of your body affects everything, the way you yeah. sing yeah like every if how cold it is how damp it is it's, it's going to mm. affect like I can tell if there's something going on in my students' heads oh, by like how high they get in their warm ups yeah. it's like last week you hit this note fine and this week you definitely don't have a mm. cold I can't hear a cold in your voice what's it's going on not that different a temperature what's going on and yeah. like then they're
1: like oh well this happened this week and so like that and oh yeah
0: really tell oh it's crazy I'm so
1: glad you got that too Heather because yeah. like not a lot of people get that yeah, yeah it is oh it's I straight away I can tell if a student is having a bad week and mm. you have to be kind of cautious of that as well like I'm very an open person and I like people to open up to me but I I don't want to push them either to be like I'm so same. what happened this week yeah. but I can tell straight away what what's going on like you know yeah. if someone's just really stressed and there's times as well I've said it to students and they'll break down in front of me and be like actually yeah like yeah. this is what's and I'm like, that's why your voice is like that. So don't get too bogged down and like, I can't reach a certain note today. Yeah, Everything is linked. Like Environment, psyche, everything.
0: And it's always the way that like uh, people will go and they'll be warming up and they'd hit a note fine they the warm up and then they come to actually sing it in the song because they're getting so freaked out when it's come up to that note. They start tensing up. Yeah. Their whole legs tense up and their neck tense up. Oh and they're yeah. They're not going to reach the note. And yeah. you're
1: just like... And that's what I used to do. My whole body used it. to shake Yeah. when I was getting to a high note. Mm. I couldn't sing above an F. Yeah. When I met my singing teacher now, I used to get to an F and my whole body would shake. What? And now I can sing up to like a D flat. Yeah, above the F.
0: Your Oh Holy Night. That's in what? That's in.
1: I think B? that was a C. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Like that was also yeah. I, I mentioned this before I've been saying it to like everyone but I don't know what your version you're, you're listening to. I love that version the version that was on your Facebook you put really? up a vi- oh. yeah, there's a video up on your Facebook did I watch
1: uh, oh that was from last uh, that was last des- not last December the December before that was it? oh god how far did, 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 did I scroll back oh. 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 <laughs> way, anyway. in fairness I need to put more content up
0: yeah well <laughs> you you do a beautiful version of a holy night oh thank you uh, really gorgeous and like just get that that high note was just so like it flies it just comes up from behind and
1: just like well, that so wouldn't that have been the there. case about five years ago. But that's that's
0: really cool that your yoga really... Oh, what was yeah. it like over in India, actually?
1: So um, that I kind of became a little bit obsessed with the whole yoga vibe there for yeah. a while, um, which I'm cooled off now. Um, it's a tight rope to go on as well, because when you get such benefits off a thing like that, it can also become an obsession. So I kind of uh, became a little bit obsessed with yoga then for about nine months, <laughs> like every single day, maybe twice or three times a day, whatever, any time I, I had, know. I would be t- doing the yoga. And then I just decided I really wanted to deepen my own practice. And initially, I wasn't going to teach yoga; I didn't want to teach yoga. I just mm. wanted to deepen my own practice. So I went to India in 2018. Yeah, 2018, January of 2018. So I would have been there now around this time, two years ago. Better. Um, what a bit hotter. Yeah, it was lovely as well. <laughs> it wasn't crazy hot. Yeah, it was like maybe thirty to, to late twenties, mid twenties. Oh, yeah. yeah, it was a lovely time to go as well. And I went to a lovely place in Goa, Agonda Beach, and oh my god, yeah. you go on the beach every day. Oh, it was yeah, it was a dream. Like looking back, I was there in all for about uh, I think five and a half weeks. No, maybe more. So maybe six weeks. But the course itself was four weeks. Um, so I went with two other girls um, who were actors as well, actually. I met them in Bow Street. Yeah. And we went and we had a great time. It was amazing, yeah. It was.
0: That would be beautiful. I'd like, it's such an amazing experience. Yeah. Yeah, you know, especially with something that's an experience like that that you can really take away and apply to your everyday life and your career. Mm, it's yeah. wonderful. Yeah. But I'm sure the people were just amazing over there. Like, the Indian people are just Yeah, it was really purifying. It was it. an
1: experience. But it also taught me as well, like, you know, we're all pretty much the same everywhere. Mm. And that's the one thing I really learned about. I thought I was gonna go to India and find myself. And a lot of people have that idea. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I'm gonna, this is gonna break, you know, my spirit and all this stuff. But actually, I just realized, everyone is the same everywhere, even though we have, you know, there's obviously a lot of poverty there. or, But everyone has their own little struggles and you make it your own, like around your environment, you make it your own struggle and you get on with it. And to be honest, they're a little bit happier over there as well even if they haven't got as much now where I was it wasn't I didn't see the massive poverty that I is in New Delhi and stuff yeah. I was in a little bit more uh better environment but um yeah what I really took out of that was it's the same everywhere the sun rises in one part of the world and it ends in the other part like you know it's yeah we're all the same just different a little bit Yeah,
0: we all wake up the same exactly yeah yeah, the well. two eyes open. <laughs> yeah. yeah. but it's just that's uh, that's the thing, uh, talking to someone like you is always really interesting because you've you've played in so many different pe- places and you've met so many different people and we all have different ways of acting but especially when it comes to music um, we all kind of fall into a one type of being if you get what I mean, like it's, we all kind of act the same way when it comes to something we're passionate about mm. um, Have you found that yourself from all the different like areas that you've worked, all different types of instrumentalists you've worked with and all different types of musicians and composers and arrangers and stuff so mm. like that have you found anything that's been coherent or is there anything that's been very different comparing to like America versus Bulgaria or America versus maybe China in the future so in terms
1: that, of, uh, of how,
0: how they act with their music and how they present themselves when it comes to their music
1: and um, I would say Irish people are really good at storytelling um, and that comes back from, like, Years, traditions yeah. of, like, passed down orally. Um, uh, but I think, yeah, that's our one of our major things that we have. As we're great storytellers. Mm-hmm. And then um, you have different countries, like Bulgaria. Uh, I find the musicians are, they're amazing musicians. Like... Uh, to a T, they'll practice, practice, practice. Yeah. And their musicianship is amazing. Like, you travel all around Europe. Mm. European musicians are really... And now, I can't say too much about American because I haven't worked with any American musicians. Yeah,
0: it's just always been over there. Yeah, it's been over through, there yeah. with
1: the Irish people. But no, I would say, um, uh, as a group, collectively, Irish people are really, really good storytellers. Mm. And I've noticed that from touring around different places. Um, from I did a thing in Germany before as well and just how we would um sing a song or we tell it through our eyes we tell yeah. it like we're great storytellers yeah.
0: Yeah. i just hope that that tradition continues because uh, it it mm. is getting harder and harder to be a musician
1: in ireland in ireland nowadays
0: yeah. you know i mean you can see from like so people like yourself mm-hmm. and um you have to go away all the time yeah. so you, you need to leave the country to make money yeah. um you have brian rooney the the godfather the fiddle player he's he had to move over to to england to yeah. play irish music yeah, You know, it's just sad, like, having to leave your own your own country to play the music that comes from it.
1: Yeah. You know? Um, or you have to make your own work here if you're, yeah, you okay. know, I've, you have to put on your own concerts. Which is great as well. It's good to learn from that. But mm. it's it's tough, you know, if you're trying to pay rent and then yeah. you're to you like, okay, I have to pay rent. And I also have to pay for this venue. I have to pay for this insurance. Yeah. Like, as an artist in Ireland, you have to, well, I had to anyway, p- put on my own stuff. hmm
0: it's the same for like a lot of us. So, uh, if you want to put your music out there, it's a mm. lot of money coming from your own pocket. Yeah. And venues are expensive because they don't really get any subs like subsidisation from the <gasps> government, which a lot of other European countries have. They'd always have something set aside for venues that put on shows and stuff like that. They'd give funding to really? these venues. I yeah. Know. Give uh, they give funding to venues so the venues don't have to charge the musicians or the actors or the people who come oh, in the artists the who come in <laughs> it would be a dream or like so they don't have to charge them or they don't have to charge them as much or it means that they can pay them because you know it's probably, you know the like the amount of people who come in with m- original music to a gig and they're paying for the venue yeah. and they're walking out with nothing in their pocket because everything is coming into the door mm, goes, goes to goes the to actual the venue, venue you know yeah. but there's even places like that um a friend of mine went over to Amsterdam and he used to go to a pub and play like an hour of his own music mm. and he'd walk out with money in his pocket. Like the pub would be paying him to play his own music. And it would just be like, that's that's unheard of here. Really? You know, like imagine imagine being paid for your own music in Ireland.
1: Oh, sorry, for your own music. Yeah. Ah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But like wow.
0: But it would be it would be a fantastic thing if we we move more towards that and we started yeah. like recognizing and for people like yourself to be able to be picked up and that there's more funding there for the likes of you to put on these shows if you wanted to yeah. and not have to worry not having to always rely on big companies to put mm-hmm. on stuff like carmen and be able to be like Do you know what i know musicians i'm gonna put on something like this myself i'm gonna put on my own opera you know yeah. that'll be a class thing to be able to yeah but it would just it'll come with time hopefully
1: hopefully yeah
0: fingers <laughs> crossed but one thing actually i wanted to um talk to you about before we leave all of this is what's happening for you in the future so the dream of Carmen might be being realised hopefully fingers yeah. crossed
1: toes and everything crossed yeah. Um, yeah so the tour I did last March um, the conductor on that Derek, Derek Gleeson yeah. uh, is now a good friend of mine actually and he um, asked my singing teacher to prepare me for an audition last July mm. in Bulgaria so I prepared for the role of Carmen, and I sang a few songs over there, and all going well. Um, it might be touring in 2021 in China, so Amazing. that yeah, look, still we don't know if that's actually going to happen, but uh, if it does, yeah, dream come true.
0: Yeah, stuff is starting. Stuff mm. is starting to happen. Stuff is starting it. to
1: happen. Yeah, um, and I'll be doing a few concerts. I think at the end of March, early September as well, with Derek in Bulgaria. So that would be nice as well with some yeah. orchestras, and so it's only kind of starting to happen for me now. What's it like, saying um, with that full orchestra behind you? Oh, amazing! Yeah, yeah. like my soul was flying. Yeah, I can yeah. only
0: imagine. Just it's a wave that you just ride. Nerve
1: wracking as hell as first. Oh, probably. But then, all those eyes really coming on you, like yeah,
0: yeah. Well, especially as you said, those the people who over there are so precise and they're so mm, yeah. They, they know the pieces inside oh, out. Oh yeah, the, the musicianship you know? is amazing. Like. Yeah. And just having to go up and have those all those eyes on
1: you, but I take once once they started, that yeah. sound the second the second time singing through I was like okay now it's fun. Yeah. <laughs> first it's time like oh yeah <laughs> yeah,
0: and like you breathe in the wrong place and then everything's just lost. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But any so you've any things coming on in, in Ireland? Anything? Any more shows? Because you only recently had one. Was it November in Portlaoise? Yeah, I I yeah. tried to
1: put on my own shows maybe. Mm. Ch- Twice or three times a year as well, yeah. And hopefully in twenty twenty, I'll do a little bit more. Um, so myself and my singing teacher Judith Mark, um, are hoping to put on Stabat Mater, um, Pergolesi's, oh, wow. uh, in April, coming the week coming up to Easter. Now we haven't got the venue yet, yeah. And um, but I'll let you know. You can do. put it on here. yeah. So that'll that's saying
0: plug it all here, like just exactly, just yeah. it, Everything so, you have, throw it at us.
1: That's my next thing, I suppose. Uh, yeah, coming up in the. In the calendar. In the calendar, yeah.
0: There's one thing actually we were talking about earlier that I really want you to explain um, because I think it really shows off you as a person because you're a very like positive, kind of bubbly person. You're kind of very open to what the world has thrown at you. You mm. were mentioning earlier about a list <laughs> on your mirror yeah, that you did <laughs> a little while ago and did, literally yeah. nearly everything has come to light from it like that's really cool yeah
1: no i'm big into uh the law of attraction yeah and i know that sounds a bit some people can be like oh the law of attraction you do have to work for your stuff as well but if you can visualize something and really believe in it i used to like write little things down put them on my mirror see them every day for a week and then forget about it and nearly everything that i write on the little thing has actually come true um, and the more detailed you are, the better with it as well. Yeah,
0: we really <laughs> don't. yeah. I don't just want a pony. I no, want I want a, want a blue, blue pony. pony.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's what we were talking about earlier. A unicorn. Okay, maybe not.
0: Maybe not. <laughs> Wind it back in just a yeah, little bit. Just a little bit. Yeah. That
1: could take a, maybe a lifetime. Yeah. Afterlife.
0: <laughs> but um, before we head off, okay, there's mm. something that I like to do. There at this moment in time, not really, but at this moment in time, there is a helicopter waiting for you <laughs> outside and it is about to take you away to an island where you will live by yourself. And you have five songs that you can bring with you. Oh, gosh, that's a hard. What?
1: I hate this. <laughs> five songs. The
0: thing is, they will change every day. Like last week with Oren, he did it so fast. And then the minute I stopped the interview, he was like, I actually want to change two of those songs. And I was like, that's the thing, it constantly changes. Yeah. And I literally have like depending on what time of the day I have a different list in my head
1: same and I'm like is it five songs I can only sing or is no, it five songs no, five that I songs listen, to? To listen to okay because there's sometimes it's different I, I prefer singing songs than listening to yeah. do you know what I mean so if, okay, so if it's just listening um, oh my gosh I'm so bad. All songs
0: they're... for a Happy Birthday fly out of your head, don't they?
1: Yeah, I'm yeah. like I can't think of anything <laughs> now. I'm like because my if you look at my Spotify, I have such a varied like I'd be listening to like folk, and then I could listen to classical one day, and then I'm listening to like real pop, yeah, um, like Billie Eilish. Uh, so it varies like every month. I could be completely into one thing, and then in, uh, completely into a different thing.
0: Well, you need your Elephant's Gerald. for uh, Ella yeah, you need okay. one Yeah. So we think
1: in artists then as well.
0: Well, if we can go for songs it would okay. be great. Oh God. Mm-hmm.
1: Um
0: I'll even I'll even extend it to albums if you want, like.
1: But I do love Alicia Keys. I used mm-hmm. to listen to a lot of her when I was younger. Um Falling is probably one of my favourite yes. songs ever. Just all yeah. those
0: har- harmonies. I yeah. keep on falling. Yeah.
1: Um yes, yeah, so maybe Alicia Keys. Uh classical crossover stuff. I used to listen to a lot of like Sarah Brightman when I was younger. I love Sarah yeah. Brightman. Yeah. Uh, fan of the Opera. Okay, so yeah. I would put the, the album of Phantom of the Opera in there. Yeah. Because that's how I actually really got With into her, singing in the first place. Her singing on it. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Her and Michael Crawford, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Um. Who else? What else would I put in? Uh, I love the. I, I'm such a cheese ball. Like, I love the real. um Like, Simon and Garfunkel, Bridge Over Troubled Water. Yeah. Um, they're great
0: songs. I'm a Duran Duran you know, fan that people laugh yes. at me all the time about. Yeah. <laughs> so. Exactly.
1: Those kind of. Neil Young as well. I'm a bit of a Neil Young fan. Yeah. Like
0: Neil Diamond. <laughs> like yeah.
1: <so> <laughs> Harvest Moon. Um Oh God, I can't even think. What's that three now? Yeah. Um So you've got Bridge Over
0: Triple Water. You've got an Ella song.
1: An Ella song. Uh, you've Got Your Phantom Diapron album. Of the opera. Uh Carmen. Okay, yeah. I'll put Carmen in there. And final one, final question, final answer.
0: Your your anger song. You need like oh, an anger okay,
1: song. Oh, okay. An anger song. Ooh, a bit of Nirvana.
0: Yes. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> smells like teen spirit or go yep. for a little bit more out See, of the box than that. <laughs> I do
1: like the teen spirit and I also, I've been listening to a lot of them um, because I watched a documentary last week actually on yeah. Kirk Bain. Amazing. Uh, I really want to, this is my next uh, thing that I want to record. I want to record with maybe, maybe a harpist, cello, lithium. I'll be glass. Yeah be really, really I'm cool. really, yeah. So my boyfriend is film producer. Yeah. And he was uh, talking about maybe making some kind of a music video with it. Class. So that would be, yeah, I'd love to record Lithium. So yeah, yeah, I'll put Lithium down there as well.
0: Yeah. Okay, well, thank you so much for coming. Thanks for, for having me, Heather. Thank you <laughs> for being so patient. We had a few technical difficulties at the start of the interview today, but Heather was super beautiful and patient as always. Oh. <laughs> um, a big shout out again to our sponsors at the Dublin School of Music. Hello, Craig. Hi, Craig. Um, I hope you guys are all having a fantastic day. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast and we'll see you again next week. See you later. Bye bye. Bye.